Welcome to the Champions of Change, the Movement for Modern Life podcast. I'm Kat Farrance, founder of Movement for Modern Life, known as the Netflix of yoga. In this podcast, I'm exploring the ways and speaking to the people who can help us all to move freely towards a happy, healthy, and sustainable life. We're taking yoga off the mat. We're meeting teachers, experts, and those who can inspire us in a variety of different fields. And we'll find out how we can all be champions of our own change. I really do hope you enjoy and do head over to movementformodernlife.com to check out our classes with our incredible range of teachers and find out more about our community. So today I'm, I'm joined by Nikita who is one of Movement for Modern Life's favorite yoga teachers. And it's, and well, Nikita, you're somebody who I'm just thrilled that I've met because your teaching is so very down to earth and grounded, but also you managed to sort of thread through yoga philosophy through, it seems, everything you do. I thought that you'd be a really remarkable woman to talk to because you've just had a new baby as well. So congratulations. Thank you. And thanks for saying that. That's very kind of you. I'm very pleased to be part of the the modern life family. Oh, thank you. Uh, And I have just had a new baby. (laughs) Yeah. She's three months old. My second, I've got a seven-year-old and a a three-month-old. And how is life treating you? And there's nothing like beautifully. It's, it's, it's so amazing. I'm so full of love and gratitude. It's definitely chaotic. Um, but you know, the yoga teaches us to kind of surrender to that, ride the wave. Yeah. And it's it's just I'm in a really beautiful bubble of love. Oh, yeah. that sounds amazing. And being in a bubble of love sounds like basically doing a yoga practice 24/7. You probably don't even need to. Or how are you finding yoga fitting in with your well, life being a new mum as well as being a mum? That's a good question. And actually, I think it's uh, once you recognize that yoga is a way of life, complete science more like a holistic way of living Mm. rather than just the physical aspects of yoga uh, asana which is what we see when we watch the modern life videos Mm. and that yoga can be as you say woven into everything that we do Mm. and the way that we operate all day uh then i think it's easy to see that parenting creates all the opportunity you need to to use your yoga talks your ability to to be gentle, to be compassionate towards yourself, to operate mindfully and with awareness. Mm. Yeah, I mean, it's very grounding having children. There's no airs and graces to it. It's very raw and mm. real. And there's a whole spectrum of emotions that you roller coaster through from morning to evening. Right. Um, <laughs> and I think, I'll tell you what's, what's really strikes me Mm. is that when you've just had a baby i think that the part of your brain that um that helps logic function Mm. kind of switches off or or turns down so that you can be a lot more intuitive (laughs) instinctive so um i i I think that that's probably the the most easy to to um sorry <laughs> just do as an example of what I'm saying. I can't even use my brain. Um, yeah, you become a lot more intuitive, yeah. and 
a lot more connected to your body, to your baby, and to to the whole experience of what what is. Oh, it sounds wonderful. I mean, that sounds that like a yoga practice. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. It sounds. I mean, that's what a yoga practice is, right? It's about connecting and being real with what is. It's not about um, thinking about exactly. it. Exactly. <laughs> it's exactly. It's less thinking, more feeling. Mm, that's amazing. Yeah, so basically, more, more living in having a baby is yoga. <laughs> and and I, Be, being a parent is the biggest yoga that I've ever I've ever done. Oh crumbs! I I can <laughs> I can only imagine. I mean the the challenges of having a seven year old as well. I bet that she likes to present you with um, interesting challenges on a daily basis too. <laughs> she does. She's she's completely amazing, but she's. I mean, the the baby and mm. uh, my seven-year-old, seeing yourself as a parent is, is really confronting mm. what they need from you. Because you, we, we just want to do the best for our kids. We just want to give them the best. And we can only do our yeah. best at any time. And so often that will lead to feelings of guilt yeah. or frustration, you know, because you want to – you can't do it all. You can only do what you can do mm. in any moment. Mm. Um. And so, yeah, as it, I think being able to stop and feel what you feel, see it for what it is, not over-identifying with it, just acknowledging this is how it is at the moment, it's going to change, this too will pass, mm. uh, and rolling with it is, is something that yoga has, has helped me to, to do, to achieve. Yeah. And, and I love that thought of putting perfect aside, because I think one of the things that lots of folks worry about as as a being a parent or being a mum, is they worry that they're doing a good job and they worry that, you know, are they going to be messing up their kid's brain for life by doing whatever they're doing? And just kind of knowing that you're just doing the best you can. That's such a lovely, strong, powerful message. Exactly. And, I mean, without being too deep here, mm. we we have learned from our parents mm. uh, and many times when we're not being, uh, how can I put this, completely present, yeah. um, a lot of what's been programmed into us from when we were children, the, the mm. things that we, you know, maybe even the things that we don't want to carry into our parenting, they just pop up. <laughs> yeah, and right. so it can be quite triggering actually at times as a, as a parent and when you see how you behave. Mm what your kid makes you feel and um, it's like going to therapy <laughs> it's like therapy because you can really see some of the your most undesirable traits get kind of mirrored back at it you it must sort of a, bring up all of those things that you had when you know you were growing up and possibly you know you've forgotten about it and moved on with your life and then you see it in a little one or you see you be yourself behaving in the way that wound you up, you know, when you had that. So that must just be, that just must be wild to deal with. And that's a proper yoga experience really, isn't it? It is. I mean, the, the emotions, the memories mm. that are stored inside you deep in the subconscious you know, mm. right in the middle of the, the dark thick forest, your your child will mm. ha has a way of, of digging it all out for you. Yeah. 
it's definitely emotionally yeah. confronting. Yeah. I enjoy it though. I, I in 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 some ways it's yeah. it's 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 challenging, it's difficult, and you're forced to remember things that maybe have have mm. um yeah. left little traumas within you. But on the other hand, I, I really enjoy seeing my mum and my dad pop out of me yeah. without even thinking about it. Well, it, it, yeah, absolutely. It's quite special. And what I'd love to um, also find out before we sort of go into, as you say, this sort of more in-depth worries about or, uh, you know, dealings with our inner psyche from our own childhoods being brought up and the rest of it is just the physical stuff of being pregnant as a yogi and a yoga teacher like how how did how did yogi yoga inform your pregnancy do you think uh well i mean yoga teaches us to mm. be able to practice surrender and non-attachment partially by letting mm. go of our vision of how things are supposed to be mm. so we can make space for what is and enjoy what what actually is because if we're always thinking about how things should mm. be we're missing what the experience actually is and you know pregnancy i mean even conception pregnancy birth and then becoming a parent these things are never as you think they'll be. And when you're pregnant, they tell you to right. uh, write a, a birthing plan. And we write this birthing plan thinking this is this is what it's going to be like. There'll be candles. Here's my playlist. Here's my present. And then they'll hand me my baby and so on and so on. And actually, it really rarely right. goes the way that you expect it to. And pregnancy is a is a massive revolution in your body. It's, it's mm. so, it changes you. And you'll never mm. be the same again physically <laughs> i know right I was like, uh, oh my God. <laughs> i'll come on to that afterwards but it, it's it's hard <laughs> it's it's really hard to um to it, it, i mean listen i really enjoyed being pregnant but certainly i felt like i was mm. in a very unfamiliar body when i was pregnant with lola i think things shifted and moved mm. around and the emotions that come with it and um mm. although it's it's joyous it's yeah it's 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 very um mm. unexpected things can happen there's lo there's lots of things that they don't tell you about pregnancy and so by by you know leaning into and trusting that it's all mm -hmm. all gonna be fine and allowing things to happen as they happen just surrendering and having a bit of faith mm. um it makes it easier to to just ride the wave without trying to desperately control everything, which I think is for a lot of people what we do when things become unfamiliar and we feel a little bit out of control. We try to organise ourselves back to mm. some grounds that feel safe. We feel unsafe. We try to, to seize control a bit. But actually, you know, the yoga makes it easier to just be okay mm. with with, mm, with yeah, right. Happening. So it's a, yoga is a wave of sort of riding through it. But um, what I find in my yoga practice is that I'm a little more sensitive to things that are going on with my body than I notice other people who don't have a practice might be. Um, and when there's such a big change as pregnancy, and I'm nice sort of notice that, you know, around my period or, you know, whatever time of the month, I can kind of notice little changes in my body going on. But um, having, being pregnant must be 
it must just be the most enormous change. And as a as a yogi, it must just be phenomenal to sort of witness all of the changes that are happening. Absolutely. It's incredibly beautiful. And I think even women who are not yogis, yeah. lots of people start practicing yoga when they're pregnant. Um, but even people who have never practiced mm. yoga before or who don't even practice yoga while they're pregnant, during that nine months, mm. you are incredibly in tune with your body anyway. Every little mm. sensation you become aware of, yoga allows you to, to amplify that and be comfortable with it and not be um, mm. freaked out by feeling into your body. And a lot of people, for the first time when they're pregnant, become connected yeah. to what they're feeling, and that can be quite scary. Yeah. Uh, yeah it can have quite a big impact. Um, I think... I think as a yogi who's quite familiar with what the body feels like under normal circumstances, it's actually right. to keep you safe. So self-safe while pregnant, mm. you are more empowered, I suppose, because you uh, you have an understanding of what your body is able to do or what mm. feels right. The warning signs when your body is speaking, yeah. is always speaking to you, sensation, isn't it? It's our ability to to hear and and listen uh, and, and um, understand what the body has to yeah. say that yoga helps us hone. Um, and I think postnatally, everything feels very different. You've just got used to your body mm. being pregnant for nine months. And, and you know, there's, there's three or four right. very different seasons of pregnancy from feeling quite um, sensitive and nauseous, perhaps, uh, and maybe even anxious with the, the hormones that come in mm. early pregnancy, like progesterone rises and feel quite edgy in the beginning, um, to that amazing second trimester which is famous right making us feel so good and, that, <laughs> millionaires. and then the third trimester mm. when you're feeling maybe a little bit heavy <laughs> yeah but you 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 ride through all those different changes in quite quick succession of each other and then mm. the baby's out and physically and emotionally mm. that can be quite difficult mm. um to get your head around and and it's a yeah it's, it's quite an unusual place to be and there's unfortunately this idea of snapping back to yeah. where you were before yeah fairly quickly if you look at the media and you know celebrities when they're pregnant coverage is always about oh, look at princess oh. kate or duchess megan and how they've managed to lose the baby weight like weeks after giving birth it's, it's unfortunate actually because it does influence us and what we feel we should be achieving but actually i would just say your body mm. is doing just exactly what it's supposed to be doing you know and, mm -hmm. and also we all move at different rates our body shifts and changes at different rates and i'm trying to be it, careful it doesn't not to return. say returns because actually right. your body does not return to well no of course not and and not that's not to say that you will necessarily look any different after nine months a year after being pregnant you might look mm -hmm. the same as you did before but internally it will always be different having had a baby I, when I had Lola, or when you've had when you're when you're pregnant, you you lose your core strength because your abdominal mm. wall has to stretch and part in order to make space for the grown baby. And then in those months after the baby's been born, your core strength has to be carefully regained. Mm -hmm. You have to, you know, it, it gets rebuilt through movement, and you might consciously do that by going to class, or it might just be by moving around mm. the baby and so on. But in the meantime, you have to build strength elsewhere just in order to be able to function. So your back becomes strong or your thighs might mm. take a lot more of the core work. Uh, your arms mm. change because you're carrying a baby around. 
you have different compensations and you know that, so that when you're you do eventually get your core strength back there's extra strength to support it and to be honest i felt like a superhero once i once i uh, gathered my core strength back i felt like i had a strength that i never had before and that's just physically you know emotionally to have your heart living outside your chest and to have a, this massive mm. shift in your priorities and to, to have experienced mm. so much more mm. love and selflessness, mm. you're forever changed, you know? So you can't really expect to snap back to what you were before. That's a silly thing to, to say, I think. The media have a lot to answer for with the, the unrealistic expectations mm. that they make us put on ourselves. There's a lot of pressure. But actually... It's all happening just exactly as it needs to. And each baby is different. Each baby brings different gifts and, and uh, experiences. And so it's not possible to compare yourself to someone else, be it a celebrity or someone mm. else in your NCT class. We just allow it yeah. to be what it is yeah. and enjoy it. And for then, what it is. But it's so hard, I think, as with everything, to fight against it because everybody wants to be six weeks on and back to whatever. And that's kind of, that is there is such a strong expectation of a bouncing back. And I love the thought that everyone is on their own path and they will frankly never be the same because their heart is living outside of themselves, let alone all the other changes. <laughs> That's such a liberating well, thought. Exactly. exactly. And when you say bouncing, mm. it is, isn't it? Very, very free. Mm. And when you think about bouncing back, it's not just in the physical body, although unfortunately as women, that is, a, that is something that we can carry uh, a weight around our, mm. on our shoulders or around our ankles. Just anyway, through life, we're expected to be excuse me incredibly involved in how we look and our image it's you know it's yeah. it's unreasonable but there it is um but there's other aspects of of life bef before pregnancy and, and pre-baby that yeah. we're expected to hop back to um work our yoga practice we want to get our yoga practice back but it's probably not going to look and feel like it did before and that's totally fine i think just in general accepting that life will be different once you've had a mm. baby and we have to renegotiate yeah what our new normal will look like you know when you go back to work it might be part-time for a little while you might go back in jibs and drabs you might not be the same um academic force that you were before you might find that things are a little bit more physical uh mm -hmm. and operate from a different center within you for a while like i said the, the logic is uh, it's a struggle for me. I don't know. Everyone's different. But for me, I find it a struggle to um, yeah. get back to my mental sharpness after having a baby. It takes quite a while mm. of just being very uh, intuitive and physical and emotional before I can get back to that um, mm. what I know I'm capable well, of Well, it totally my does. Mind. But also it makes that it, make sense. In a way, I find it a bit of a shame that we even have to sort of, you, you know, <laughs> want to as you say go back to that right brain type malarkey when your intuitive self when your whole self is doing something so much more interesting than you know whatever your right brain might be doing which is remembering the shopping list <laughs> in a way it's such a shame <laughs> well, or, or arguably yeah. more important but i mean for example 
this this conversation yeah. i'm i'm finding it difficult to think about to, to, to grasp the words that i need to make myself sure. understood or to express myself properly when uh under normal circumstances that mm. might come quite easily to me i don't necessarily mean uh that we that we need to try and get back to our masculine um uh yeah right right brain mm. and analytic activity i just mean that where you might have had a more balanced way of uh, of yeah. approaching tasks before oh, it's quite different after a baby and some things might feel a little yeah. bit more of a struggle and that's exactly how it should be and i'm and yeah. uh we just roll with it and you know for, for everyone it, it, you you um evolve or or um shift about after having a baby at different rates um and the same is true for, for you know coming back to your your yoga practice um i think if you're used to having a, a 60 minute practice in a yoga studio with your favorite teacher or even on movement for modern life with your favorite teacher then you might have to let go of that that might not be something that's available to you you know for the first however many months you know it, you might find that rather than trying to do a complete sequence actually just getting onto the mat and and feeling your body just just exploring all the sensations that are available to you in that moment maybe stretching according to what your body is asking you to do rather than trying to do a class that a teacher has prepared for for you being a little bit more tailored is is what you do and you spend five minutes on the mat wriggling about a bit rather than trying to fit in a 60 minute sequence because i i think and it's just i think that there is the the danger of, of thinking well i can't do a proper practice so i won't bother doing it until i've got time to do a proper practice but actually what's a proper practice what your yoga should should match your lifestyle it should it should fit and support your lifestyle whatever it is in the moment and at the moment what i manage is hopping on the mat and having a little stretch in sukhasana you know just opening up into my hips or just breathing while I'm breastfeeding. It doesn't need to be um, how how you practice before. First of all, your body doesn't want to do what you did before at the moment, and also your your schedule maybe doesn't allow for it. I had a friend who's also a yoga teacher who, when she first when she had her first baby, she put her yoga mat underneath the rug in her bedroom, so it was hidden, but it was always laid out. So all she needed to do was just always there, just peel back her mat and maybe sit on it to have her first breastfeed of the day. And that might end up being a little bit of stretching or or something, just feeling. It doesn't need to be a yeah, you know, an asana, a full on yeah. asana practice. I just love that little tip is enough, of right? see if you can just keep your mat handy because not to get yourself ready for your hour long practice of whatever. I mean, to be honest, Nikita, I think that's just super advice for everybody, no matter what stage of anything. I mean, to have, I'm a messy person. I'm not the kind of person who puts anything away, as my mother will attest to. So I always have my mat out, which is, which is disgracefully messy because it is just right in the middle of my living room. But also, I think it's liberating. I can just hop on there and do a, a little bit of this or that. And I don't have to wait for something to be perfect. And I don't have to, you know, do that whole expectation of I'm now going to do an hour long class of da 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 just do whatever I can to kind of stretch out and breathe well exactly and, and who, who's to say that that's messy <laughs> and nice one. Be any other way it's your house <laughs> it's your rules and you do what works for you <laughs> 
another tip that I think is quite helpful. I was Mm. um, teaching my friend yesterday some uh, myofascial release Ah. uh, exercises using tennis balls because her body's feeling quite tight. She's got two kids, two boys, physical. And that's the other thing. No one tells you what a physical job parenting is. You know, it's hard physical work carrying your baby, breastfeeding, lifting, you know, there's a lot involved and your body will definitely feel it um she was saying why don't i ever do this why don't i ever give myself time to you know take care of myself and this is a yoga teacher speaking why don't i um spend the time to to do these little massages for myself Mm. and i was saying because when you Mm. have the spare time yeah you think that you should be using it on your children or on the house or you know something the, the list never gets finished. It will never yeah. get finished. There's always more to, to be done. Mm. It's like an ongoing mm. cycle mm. of things. And I remember um, when I did my pregnancy yoga teacher training with Nadia and Arane, she said, if you ask a pregnant lady to do X, Y, and Z at home, like do some stretches, she probably won't do it. She just wants to rest. If you tell her it's beneficial for her baby, she'll do it oh, straight away. Crazy? And that's just yeah. true of motherhood. If you believe that your actions mm. are beneficial to your family, You'll do anything. If you think it's just for you, you can kind of, because we really deprioritize mm-hmm. ourselves and our well-being. If you remember that practicing yoga, meditating, being present, mm-hmm. allows you to be calm and peaceful for your children so that you can be a better yeah. parent, you'll do it. So if you ever find yourself thinking, uh, watching TV or having a little stretch, then remember that actually, by, by practicing, by practicing, you're helping mm. yourself be a better parent anyway. And it, and it's true that you can't give from an empty vessel and all the things that they say. But it sounds so hackneyed. But actually, when we think of, you know, the real things that are going to help you as a mum, you know, that is the kind of thing that would help because you would be yourself. And to be honest, I think all all other creatures want us to be as our full self, fully present in the world, right? I mean, that's got to be the key. Uh, oh, yeah. that's beautiful. Yeah, I don't know. Exactly. Um, it's, it, it's such a hard, Absolutely. it is such a hard task because there are so many things that mums are so trying to get right. And it's, a, and it's kind of that trying that causes the distance possibly between them and their body, them and their baby. And I think if if people felt a bit more comfortable with themselves as they are, um, they might be able to give to themselves in that way better. Um, those are just my sort of thoughts. Well, that's the thing. And we're all told, aren't we, to, to do better. And there's always some trend or some idea about what we should be doing there's always some list being circulated on yes. social media about what what makes a good parent always something to make us feel guilty or to, to yes to, something that we can exactly. berate ourselves exactly. about but honestly we're all doing our best and we are only the best yeah. we can be in each given moment the other day i had snapped mm. at my seven-year-old and uh yeah I felt instantly guilty and went to apologize to her and to explain mm. to her, I could have done better, yeah. but I didn't need to do that. And I just want to tell you, I'm, I'm sorry. And by apologizing to her, I was also apologizing to myself by just a, a, allowing, allowing myself to acknowledge 
next time maybe I'll do better. But in the moment, that was the best I had. Yeah. And it's okay. Yeah. There's love. There's so much love for myself, for my family. We, we have to approach ourselves with yeah. love, with compassion, with acceptance. Mm-hmm. We have to meet ourselves exactly where we are and as we are mm-hmm. at any given time. This, the, the ideas that we have of how we should be behaving or living uh, can distract us from how we are living. Mm. And, you know, if, if, we can, if we can meet ourselves with compassion and acceptance, with love, allowing things to be just as they, as they need to be, then it's a relief. Mm-hmm. It's empowering. And as you said before, it's incredibly freeing. Mm. Yeah, and it's also a very, very hard practice. That's sort of the most hard thing that there it's is, isn't it? Hard. <laughs> and it? And 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 it's not even. It's definitely easier said than done. Yeah, yeah. And I, I think that for a lot of folks who would say, you know, say casting your mind back to, um, you know, the pregnancy yoga classes with the people who are coming new to the practice, and you know, they've just discovered their body because they're pregnant, and it would help to breathe and things like this. Um, I'm not sure that um, they'd be looking to meet themselves with anything they just want. But, oh, I want to get over this experience. I want to do the best. But then kind of, I suppose, as things happen, if they continue their practice, they will start to feel things that they haven't felt before. And then they'll start to realize that there's a sort of deeper level that they can access. Um, that's the hope, isn't it? Well, I... I... Absolutely, do think though that p- people come to class just wanting to be close to their baby, wanting mm. to connect to their baby, yeah, and yeah. to relieve some of the pregnancy aches and pains. And then the more time they spend with themselves, mm. because that's what your uh, pregnancy yoga class will invite you to do—to be present in what you mm. feel and you know your your experience of pregnancy and your connection to your baby, to yourself, to your baby, the more time you spend with that, the, yeah, the, the, the deeper that connection will be. Mm. And, and the deeper the connection to your and baby. Of course, well, exactly to yourself and mm. to your baby. And the, the, the longer you look, the more you're going to see, you know, that's true for everything. We see everything at, at uh, surface level in the first instance the longer you look Mm. whether it's you know exploring your body sensations or noticing the the thoughts that pass through your mind the longer that you look the longer you explore the the deeper your awareness is going to be Mm. and then after a while you'll you'll understand why that's so calming and so um so beneficial for the rest of your life Mm. Mm, that's beautiful. I really love that. The the longer that you look, the more you'll see. And maybe that's the best sort of pregnancy yoga there there can be. It's that it's that sort of yeah, equipment. Maybe. It's that's really beautiful. And in terms of the practical practices that you, for example, are doing mm. right now, and I won't say to get your body back, <laughs> but to feel the uh, to feel better in yourself. What are you personally doing right now with a three-month-old? Uh, well, I'm doing a lot of walking. Mm. I'm doing a lot of uh, meditating. Mm. I would say that after six weeks, 
you can start your physical practice again. I took a little bit longer because I just didn't feel like my body was ready for it. I needed to go to see an osteopath. Um, my hips were feeling a little bit out. I, I, no one gives birth. No one carries a baby for nine months and then births that baby, whether it's, uh, uh, you know, a natural birth or a cesarean section. No one does right. that and, and keeps um, a clean alignment in their body. You know, yeah. it's, it's such a shift in your uh, center of gravity and weight distribution. You'll be out somewhere. Yeah. So you must go and see an osteopath or a chiropractor to help bring you back into alignment. That's a good call. And then if you want to, you can start doing some, some work. And I'm just, as I said before, just hopping on the mat and mm. listening to what my body wants to do mm-hmm. in the moment. It's mainly my hips and my lower back. I'm carrying the baby in a sink quite a lot. Mm. It's just easier on the school run with two of them not to have the buggy. And so I'm quite tender in my lower back. So lots of stretching uh, and opening out in the lumbar area, the back of the hips, glutes, yeah, hip yeah. opening and lower back, but also strengthening because, as I said, uh, when you've been pregnant, your core strength has shifted. Yeah. Uh, your abdominal core strength is not, is not your, sorry, your core is not exclusively abdominal strength. You know, your core starts at the center of your 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 feet the the, in, the instep of your feet all the way right. up your legs your thighs your back sorry my baby's just waking up oh She's bless her well we'll we'll wrap up in a minute because we don't want her to feel <laughs> abandoned <laughs> well she's 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 my yoga baby she's coming she's there with me when i'm teaching my classes oh. um what was i going to say what was i saying i was saying that yeah. oh yeah so i'm doing a, doing a little bit of um gentle core work just um lying on my back lightly tapping my toes onto the ground mm-hmm. with my knees stacked above my hips but checking my diastasis separation right. which is the separation of your abdominal wall is is on its way back so that the two sides of your abdominal wall are, are knitting together right um nicely and never overdoing it because most of us will have that little bit of space between the two sides of the abdominal wall if you go hard with your your core work before that gently knits back together you might find that you have some, some problems okay that's so taking really it very lightly and easily in fact i think Kat, maybe i can um maybe mm. we can do a, a postnatal class maybe i'll come with baby io and film a couple of postnatal yes. practices Hell yes, absolutely. Let's do it. And and then some <laughs> mum and baby classes, because it'd be lovely to, to have little superstar in there too. Well, absolutely. I, 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 that's what I mean. You wouldn't be able to put your baby somewhere to have a practice. No. We get the baby involved. That's right. That's <laughs> the thing. They, they're with you now. <laughs> I'd absolutely love that. So that exactly. I'm, sure, exactly. I'm sure folks would too. Um, is there anything, is there anything else that you'd particularly like to share with everyone? I suppose just anecdotally mm-hmm. that there is, when, when I think about how I used to practice well, you know, carving out the space for the physical practice of yoga, the asana and the, and the sitting. Mm-hmm. I used to have a room that was exclusively for that. Right. Just a yoga room where I had wow. all my props and my mats and it was very quiet. Amazing. My candlelight, I would go in there and, yeah, amazing, but <laughs> completely unrealistic now. Yeah. You know? And in fact, even after that, I went off to, um, that was many years ago. Mm-hmm. And, and I, then I went to India to do my training about 10 years ago mm-hmm. and shared a room with, four five other women in an ashram yeah. 
and it was very noisy and it was completely not private. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and I had to just shift my understanding of the environment that I needed to practice it. And uh interesting. Now I have kids. Yeah. And there's Lego everywhere and dolls everywhere. And there is nowhere quiet. There's absolutely nowhere quiet. Mm. And so just being okay with with practicing anywhere. Yeah. In any circumstances. Yeah. Yeah. I think that that's that's a helpful um, I love that. piece of advice. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, I really, really love that. No yeah. matter where you are, there's always practice. There's always space to practice yoga, but but also even if you're not practicing the physical yoga, you're yeah. just just by being a parent, just by being present, which you have to be because your children demand it. Mm. Just by maintaining patience with your kids, you know, mm -hmm. and being compassionate towards them and towards yourself. Yeah. You're practicing yoga. Yeah. This is big yoga. So, you know. Yeah. I hold yourself that. lightly and kindly. Hold yourself lightly yourself. and kindly. Perfect. Thank you, Nikita. That is really yeah. so inspiring to me and I'm sure that it will be to our friends out there. Um, so people can catch up with you. Are you on Instagram and how, what tags can people follow if they want to follow your journey, Nikita? Yeah, I'm on, I'm on Instagram and Facebook yoga with Nikita Great. or on Facebook, uh, Nikita Akilapa. Um, and on, on movement for modern life, we've just released, a a short meditation course, which is probably really helpful for i mean for anyone yeah. but also for, for women who have got small babies it's it's um small short breath-based meditations to help uh, bring you into the present moment and connect you with your body each one's you know between five and ten minutes not long yeah. not long at all so you can fit it in yes. anywhere in your day we've also just we're just launching a new series called yoga for happiness which um invites you to to be present with gratitude, to meet yourself with honesty, to have compassion for yourself. So come and practice with me yeah. and, and, and uh, let me know how you get Absolutely. along. Absolutely. Brilliant. Well, thank you so, so much for your time. I'll let you go back to your little one. Thanks, Kat. Thanks for your time as well. Good speaking to you. Take care. Bye-bye. I really hope you enjoyed that as much as I did. I must say I learned so much not just about what it is to be a mother, but what it is to surrender to change, what it is to, to surrender to life, I suppose, because we always assume that things are going to go back to how they were. Well, you know what? Life does have that habit of changing. Everything always changes. And I suppose the beauty about our yoga practice is that it really teaches us how we can, as Nikita says, ride the wave of change. So I really hope you enjoyed that. Well, if you did please do help support us because without you, we really, really can't continue. Um, so please do go over to movementformodernlife.com and sign up if you'd like to check out Nikita's classes. She's got, as she said, a wonderful new series just about to come out, which is a yoga for happiness series. And I think there's something, there's something very real about, about that. So if you go to movementformodernlife.com forward slash yoga hyphen teacher, then forward slash Nikita, you should come across her or you just go to movementformodernlife.com and you'll see the teachers section and she is right there. Um, but also if you have enjoyed this podcast, 
please do subscribe and then you won't miss an episode because we've got some really exciting, wonderful guests lined up in 2020. Still sounds so funny saying it. Um, But if you subscribe, then you won't miss an episode. And also, it would do me a massive favor if you would please leave us a lovely review on iTunes and then other people can find the podcast too. So thank you very, very much for your support. Thank you for supporting the movement because without you, it goes nowhere. So thank you. And until next time, cheerio.